Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is sponsored by SJNL General Contractors. They are licensed in both Alabama and Tennessee, and they provide services such as mass grading, storm drainage, sewer and concrete improvement, asphalt paving, erosion control, demolition, and heavy hauling. If you need any of these services, contact them 931-433-4660, 931-433-4660. Also, they are in need of heavy equipment operators, concrete finishers, CDL dump truck drivers, and pipe layers. If you're interested in employment with this family-owned business, you can go to the website www.sjnl.com. That's www.sjnl.com. I was conducting a small series of lectures, small church in Tennessee, and the plan was for me to be there uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Normally, I don't do uh, Sunday through Wednesday events uh, because I have to close my office and be gone for almost a week. I make some exceptions depending on... A, if I can travel back and forth and kind of do the office and the lectureship series. And and then sometimes I will go stay out of town for a couple of days if it involves uh, deer hunting while I'm preaching. Uh, preaching the word, thin in the herd is my motto. But at this particular place, I, I was going to spend Sunday afternoon uh, because it was so close to Huntsville. It wasn't one of those things where you do a, a, a morning service and then you eat on the grounds and then do an, an afternoon service. People call that uh, church eat church or preach eat preach or whatever. Uh, this was going to be Sunday morning Bible class, Sunday morning, the entire afternoon free, and then come back at like 6 or 7 to allow other congregations to have their services and then support our meeting. So I'm getting ready to go home with the local preacher and eat lunch and spend the day. And as we're walking out of the building, he says... Now, I need to warn you maybe about our house. And we've had guests in our house, and we've invited people over after church, or we've uh, asked people who are traveling to come stay at our house, and I've given the same speech. Hey, I need to warn you about the house. Uh, we, we have a dog. We're in the middle of construction. We're remodeling. Uh, we've been out of town. The grandkids just left. All the things that you say to prepare people for encountering a little bit of chaos, maybe if your house is not as tidy as you think it would be, you know, come on over. It's, it, our house is lived in, so there's not going to be a mint on the pillow. So I was being ready to be gracious and play it off and, hey, we all live lives and we're busy. But what he said was, I, I want to warn you about our house. It may not be the house of a preacher that you're used to. You see, I'm a bivocational minister. And I also work as an attorney. This house may be a little bigger than maybe that you're used to. And sure enough, uh, it was. Uh, actually, it would be very, very close to what I would consider to be a mansion. Beautiful house, very well decorated and tasteful. It was not ostentatious in any way, shape, or form. It was just the perfect house for this family. We ate lunch. And then we began to explore the property. The kids and I climbed up in the barn and we walked around the pond and we went down through the hardwoods and to the spring. And the family and I just had a, a beautiful day. It's a beautiful uh, afternoon. We get back up to the house and right beside their driveway is this gorgeous, 
massive oak tree. I mean, it had huge limbs of the trunk. You know, I don't know. I can't even estimate the diameter of this trunk, but it was massive. The son in the family talked about, you know, maybe climbing in that tree or having a tree house or something. And I said, well, if you're interested, I can show you some really cool rope tricks. And it turns out they were interested. So I went to the toolbox of the tactical Toyota. The first thing I pulled out was my two-section uh, tree surgeon's slingshot. This is a single pole uh, slingshot. You build it to, out of two sections and it's about eight feet tall with this massive uh, elastic band on it. And you use it to shoot a uh, weighted bag through the limbs. And then you tie your climbing rope to the trailing end of that string and you pull the, the rope over. Uh, I'll do some, some videos and talk about how to do that. And you can check them out on the website, LonnieJonesResources.com uh, or our YouTube page. And we'll show you how to do some of the things that I was doing this afternoon. But we we set the thing up. My daughter calls the slingshot the Wild E Coyote Slingshot. I think its trade name is either the Big Shot or now I think the company called Notch owns them now. But anyway, I, I shoot this thing over the limbs of this tree and we stretch the rope out and I anchor it. And I'm going to demonstrate to this young man how to do a thing called a single rope technique. Now, a single rope technique is a technique that you do climbing a single rope. Whoever named it is a genius. There's also a thing called a double rope technique, and, and you use basically double ropes to, to accomplish the same task of climbing into the tree. Well, the particular single rope technique that I'm going to demonstrate is a thing called a footlock. I learned it in Black Mountain, North Carolina, and it's basically you uh, wrap your foot around the rope or inside the rope, and you can actually stand on the rope and, and move up under your own power. Uh, when I do it by myself and I do it for real, I have some kind of device on the rope, a, uh, a small ascender or a thing called a rope man, uh, or I will even use a grigory, or I might even use a fancy knot like a prusik knot or a climb heist to capture my progress so that I can free hang and then rewrap my feet and keep climbing. So I set this thing up and I demonstrate it and, and I've done it a number of times. And so I do make it look pretty easy. And so this young man is like, hey, I, I want to try that. I put a second rope in the tree and attached him to a safety harness so that he would not have to worry about manipulating a progress capture device. And he could just climb. And then if he ran out of, of energy or if he wasn't doing the technique properly or if anything happened, I could just lower him down to the ground like I would do a top rope belay. So I've got this kid climbing this rope. And, you know, for a first-timer, he's actually doing a pretty good job. He doesn't have any quit in him, so he's struggling his way up this rope. And I'm standing there, you know, using a, a, a belay device to capture his progress. And he gets high enough off the ground that now it's serious. If he were to fall or, or lose his grip or get entangled, and I didn't have the secondary rope on him, this would be a mess. But he's up high enough, and the family's enjoying it, and people are taking cell phone pictures. And just casually, I ask my host, and, and what kind of attorney uh, are you? And he said, I'm a personal injury attorney. My heart seized up. My vision narrowed, and my palms began to sweat. I, I could not imagine a worst-case scenario. 
my mind flashed back to when I took Marcus and Haley Hendricks bow hunting, and it was Haley's first time to use a tree climber. And and Marcus was standing there being very reassuring, and, and Haley's trying to climb this tree that my brother calls the demon tree because of the rigidity of the bark. But this was a sweet spot to be in because there's several deer trails that come right under this little tree as it, they enter into a little green field. So I had to have Haley in this tree. And as Haley's climbing this stand, she begins to tremble and shake. And we know that she's nervous and Marcus is trying to be encouraging. And she gets just a little higher than my head in this tree. And you can tell she's almost at the point where she's going to quit. And Marcus says, Haley, you need to trust Mr. Lonnie. He's an expert. And no sooner had the word expert left his mouth that the bark on the demon tree chipped and caused the bottom platform of the climbing stand, the, the part she's standing on, to slip. Now, if you've used one of these climbing stands before, you get used to them slipping here and there, especially in pine trees and, and, and scaly bark trees. But uh, this thing slipped, and you may, you, know, you may lose six or eight inches. It feels like you've fallen a mile the first time it happens. And when it does happen, your natural instinct is to reach forward and hug the tree, which... Haley did, and she came up with a really nice scrape on her pretty little cheek, and she was bleeding. She still has a scar from it, but here I am in the injury attorney's yard. I've got a kid on rope, and he's the son of Alexander Shannara. Call me, Alabama, and it really wasn't Alexander's house. I'm using that name accommodatively. And all I can picture is Haley's little bleeding cheek, and now I can picture this kid bleeding from this rope. Oh, wow. And then you have to ask yourself, do you really, really trust your product? Do you really, really believe in what you're doing? And do you believe it strongly enough that not only would you do it, but would you do it with the injury attorney's son? Do you believe what you believe about it to the point that you'd do it with? your own kids. You see, when I built Fort Gunner, when Lonnie Beth announced that she was pregnant and I built that tower in my backyard and I built a zip line, I built a smile zip line. A smile zip line doesn't go from point A to point B. It goes point A to point B and then it comes back to the middle and you dismount from the center. That way you don't have to have your math just right to hit a platform. And I remember building this little 160 foot zip line and I ran a 40 pound punching bag off of it. It seemed to work okay. I ran a 190-pound weighted object off of it to make sure that my momentum was right and the height was right. And I remember stepping off of it myself and testing the zip line. But I remember the first day I let Gunner ride it. He was six-month-old. He was in his car seat. I strapped his car seat up using an Omni sling, three points of connection to a central pivot and put him on that thing. And I can remember dragging my grandson backwards into the air and getting ready to release him on this zip line. A, will it hold? B, it, did you figure the momentum right so he's not going to crash the pole? It's very, very serious when you make decisions about what you trust. And innocent people are involved, especially when the safety of the innocent people are involved. 
I, I really do believe you can probably believe what you want to believe about legalizing marijuana or the legality or the use of uh, alcohol. You, you can think what you want to about uh, sexualization and sexual identity. But when you start making those decisions and you know that some innocent person who doesn't have your experience or your worldview or your maturity is going to follow you blindly or believe and accept what you do or follow your example, the liability just increased exponentially. Jesus warns about what happens when you endanger or harm one of these innocent little ones. See, the liability is on you when somebody who's innocent and somebody who has the lack of discernment and just follow you blindly. Now, at some point, you've got to grow up and you've got to decide things for yourself. But when we take those children and we decide, you know what, we're going to hang our lives on this. Well, you better be, you, you better be confident that that thing that you're hanging your lives on, not only will it support you, but how long will it support you? In fact, I'm wondering, will it support you temporarily or for eternity? And if it doesn't have everlasting support, I'm probably not going to lead my children into it. I'm probably not going to hang somebody's safety from it. Whether it's their psychological, their emotional, or their spiritual safety. Because the liability is just too great. Yeah, the worst thing that can happen is it not is not that you get sued by an injury attorney the worst thing that can happen when you ask somebody to trust something that you put your trust into and the thing is suspect the worst thing that can happen is not that you have to deal with the attorney no it's it's not the attorney i'm going to stand and i'm going to explain my actions I'm going to explain my decisions. I'm going to explain my reasoning. I'm going to explain my example, and I'm going to explain my influence. And I'm going to have to justify what I allowed an innocent person to follow my example into. And I'm going to have to explain that not to the attorney, but to the judge and not a circuit court judge, and not a tort law judge, and not the Supreme Court judge, but to the Supreme Judge.
There are 32 miles of cave passages in Cumberland Cavern. 333 feet underground is the Volcano Room. The Volcano Room is the site for the youth rally known as Erupt. It's an underground youth rally. It's an annual event. It takes place in October. The next Erupt is scheduled for October of 2021. Erupt is a sponsor of Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. If you'd like more information, you may contact them at eruptyouthrally at gmail.com. That's eruptyouthrally at gmail.com. Or check out their website for more information. Three W's and a dot. Eruptyouthrally.com www.eruptyouthrally.com